We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, folks, what's good? We are back. Uh, another episode as we head into Final Four week. We wanted to get a uh, – well, we were brainstorming. Who's kind of an outside-the-box, different type of guest, non-KU guest that we could get? Um, and we thought no one better than uh, Rico Bosco from Barstool Sports, host of Barstool Bench Mob, host uh, Barstool Pick'em with Dave Portnoy and Big Cat. So if you follow any of that, I'm sure you've seen him. Well, Rico, well, first off, how you doing? Uh, glad we could get you on for this this show. We're excited for the Final Four. Had to get you on for it. Yeah, well, two things. One, I definitely am a KU guy I think, uh, based on my future tickets. Two, can you clarify that it's co-hosts with Dave and Big Cat because that will get clipped okay. out of contact. <laughs> and the same with Crazy Jake and Marty. So I want it on the record, co-host. But with that said, I'm doing co-host. Doing very well. <laughs> Well, good, good, love it. Yeah, we'll we'll clarify that co-host. But <laughs> exactly. all right, so so Rico, the main thing we kind of thought about is you're right. Like you are one thing that's always stood out to me in your content, college basketball content. You're an East Coast guy. You're from New York. I think you're a Duke fan. You grew up a Duke fan. Yeah, I'm getting dragged this week. I the whole wall in my basement is a Duke fan, and you know Marty's out running with the flag, and we get like grouped together, so it's like. I just chose not to play it like as loudly as him, you know? Yeah. And like you look at the last yeah. five years, I'll be honest, like Shashevsky's done some stuff that even as a diehard Duke fan, you're like, eh, you know, like. <laughs> it's kind of a scumbag at times. And it's just, I think he's just overstaying his welcome a little bit at the party, you know? Like you're like, For all sure. right, like you, you know, you early in the night you broke a glass and then you knock over the table of chips and then you fight with. <laughs> You know, fucking Anthony's girlfriend. It's like, all right, maybe it's time to go. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's the best way of describing it. I'm a diehard Duke fan. But I guess gambling gets in the way a little bit. You know, like, you, you start to root for more for your bets. You know, like, yeah. plus, you, like it's, it's, I always like picking the future. It's like you fall yeah. in love with a team. Like, I know it's going to bother you guys. I just met George Niang in Philly. And oh, I'm like, yeah. Hey man, uh, when you broke your foot, it really fucked me in the you know in the pools. And he was like, "Yeah, it fucked us out of a Final Four too, pal." Like, yeah. Like, so, <laughs> you know, but yeah. To get back to it, yeah, Duke fan, East Coast, but like I always, you know, I've always respected self. And to be honest, I've been kind of a self guy like every year. Like I was like mm-hmm. always like it was like Kansas, Kansas. Like I always thought Kansas could could get could break it especially recently, which I'm sure we'll get into with the Nolan, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Elevator. Yeah. And so that's a, yeah, you, you kind of, you set it up perfectly. Cause that was what I was going to ask. It's kind of been surprising to me over the years. I think even our 2018 team that made a run went to the final four. You, uh, I think you picked them that year. I don't know. You, you liked that team. You had them going pretty far, I think. And so I was curious, what was it as an East coast guy? I feel like we kind of get forgotten a little bit compared to the Kentucky, the Dukes, North Carolina's being in the Midwest. So has it just been Bill Self? I know you're an X's and O's guys. Did you like us when we had Roy? I mean, what what, what has it been about Kansas over the years that kind of attracted you to at least respecting us and not just doing the typical, oh, Bill Self's a cheater, Kansas chokes in March, the typical takes you constantly hear? Well, I mean, he's definitely got the horses, right? This is a this is a I think it's changing from it used to be a jockey jockey and horse sport, if that makes sense. And now it's mm-hmm. kind of turned into a horse sport with the kids having a little bit more power and some of these guys like Krzyzewski, Bayheim, Roy Williams, like, on their way out. So I always thought he had the horses. Like, they're a top, you know, recruiting class. Heinrich, Collison, like, going back even as a kid. Um, yeah. Like, they always had guys who you were like, he's a great college player. And I think that that makes more of the sense, too, is, like, everybody can fall in love with the one-and-dones. And I'm sure I'm probably forgetting because it all gets – mismatch but kansas has had its one and dones wiggins you know they've had their one done but kansas does very similar to villanova has guys who you feel like oh yeah that kid's at kansas again you know like i call them the uh drew knights of all stars the guy's been there for six years legitimately like he's been there for six years like so i i just and and the big 12 has always been a respectful conference and if you can win it every year different ways it's something that my, uh, you start to back. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, all right, so they're for real. They're a team you can trust. Um, so I just always yeah. kind of like their style of play as well. Yeah. Uh, I want to get back to the future a little bit. When did you place that? Was that before the season? Did you get another one during the season? And what kind of made you want what? to place those and trust this team to actually do it? Because we've been a what? little back and forth if we thought this team was like a full-blown national title contender. I Yeah, so first day of the season I had it in, my, in the blog, I gave out them <laughs> – Bama and Oregon, which Oregon and Bama turned out to be fantastic. So I don't really even need this Kansas future. Um, and uh, then before the tournament, I kind of lo- started to love it. And listen, I'm friends with all the Iowa kids. I'll probably see Fran at the Final Four. But when everybody started to put Iowa as like the up and comer and like oh, they're past Kansas, and Kansas dropped to 13 to 1, I got it again. So I was like, all right, I like this a little. Like, I like this a lot that that Kansas is being forgotten about. And you look at this Final Four; it's the storyline is Duke, then Carolina. I mean, maybe even like Nova down a guy, and Nova's been the best program the last six years. It's like, who's the fourth storyline? Oh yeah, that guy Bill Self, who's just been around forever and is consistent as shit with the deepest team in the country. So, you know, I, I like where Kansas is of, like, almost fading down a little bit. They're hiding in the background. But, yeah, I placed it twice. Because I couldn't – I'll be honest. I could not believe that it went up like that. Like, keep it yeah. at nine or how you justify them being, like, 13 to one. I didn't really – I didn't get that. So, I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm taking this again. Yeah. I mean, it. we've been, we've been all season, like, kind of even at the beginning of the year. I think we were preseason number three, but you saw a bunch of teams ahead of us. And we've – 
but it's also been a worry because it's like, uh, what does Vegas know that we're not seeing yet? But it's, uh, yeah, I obviously you're you're feeling great about it. We we love kind of following along with people that have those big futures. We we know a couple. I think we know someone that got it at plus eighteen hundred or something like that. So it's just it's crazy to see where we're at now, two games away with a fairly favorable uh, final four matchup. I. So you kind of mentioned it, and this this 2000 this Final Four reminds me a bit of, and I don't even know if you were paying, I'm sure you were, but 2008 Final Four, the last time we won the title, you had North Carolina number one overall seed, Hansbro, that really Ty Lawson, that really good team. Uh, you had Memphis, Derrick Rose, obviously huge storyline, and you had UCLA, Kevin Love, Westbrook. Like again, I felt like we were kind of overshadowed in that Final Four, and we just came out absolutely pumped uh North Carolina and then obviously won the thriller against Memphis but like you said it we are kind of the forgotten story in this in this tournament but what are and I, th- I saw you joking on Twitter about it but like what are some things that you love about this KU Villanova matchup that we get Saturday that we're just kind of getting overlooked because obviously K versus North Carolina is an absolute monster storyline it makes sense but what are some things that like people should be super pumped about for this KU Villanova game well, you talk about that 08 team. I was paying attention. There is a, ma- a guy on Staten Island I'm very good friends with who will be mad that I'm talking to you. Steve Rossiter <laughs> from Davidson on that Steph Curry mm. team. I remember that possession yeah. very well. So he'll, I'm sure he's not thrilled. Um, how do you not? How does Steph not get a shot off? Crazy. Well, I mean, you guys had really good defense. That's what it <laughs> yeah. was. So don't, don't was knock that. Um, yeah, and then obviously, you know, Russell Robinson on that team, I, I watched in high school. He's around the same age as me. Yeah. So, I you know, I know those guys really well. But uh, in terms of the storylines, I think it's – we talked about it in the preseason going all the way back, right? Who's the coach who needs one and who's the coach who needs another one? Bill Self was at the top of my list. As much yeah. talk as, like, Izzo, like, you know, Izzo and March and this and that, like, he's only got the one It was 22 years ago. For a guy who's been there so many times, it's really amazing to me that Self didn't get another one. So that's storyline number one. Obviously, the redemption, 2016. I don't know how Perry Ellis only took five shots. I'll be honest. I really – I had a call hey. into France Sesslin, apologize. But, like, Perry Ellis, I, I don't know, man. He seems like – how do you take five shots? We can do a half hour. I'm not going to bore anybody with something from six years ago. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. – the 2018 storyline, right? So, like, they, they, these teams have, and it feels like people are forgetting, like, as much as Duke Carolina, these teams have had some storied history in the tournament recently. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's yeah. a definite storyline. And then I keep joking about it, but, like, the kid is a fucking hell of a player. The Mitch Lightfoot redemption. He was a freshman <laughs> and Villanova beat him. This kid, he yeah. goes out and does what he needs to do. And Jake is like, he played two minutes. I'm like, he, he got the championship stolen from him in the final four. Like, obviously, he's going to want to redeem it. Uh, yeah. You know, and I guess more so, like, just the similarities a little bit of uh, Brown and Gillespie, you know, like, before Moore went out, more against, like, Wilson or McCormack and shit like that. Like, yeah. I just think it's two, like, really two programs who you can count on year in and year yeah. out. Like, I joked, mm-hmm. I said, if you gave this to somebody who didn't watch a single game this year, like fill out a bracket, just on name alone, this is what this would be their final four. So I guess it's like yeah. self, you know, self needing that, the storied history of Kansas and Villanova 
directly in the last couple of years. And just the similarities of these two teams, like just being really, really good and relying on veterans for the most part. Yep. Yeah, um, I love it. I mean, <laughs> we've been talking. We're very much fine being the back burner of this. Let Duke and Carolina kind of feel the pressure and we'll kind of go in and play like a normal basketball game. But uh, I do want to get to this one. Uh, we've kind of talked about your future and your Duke fandom a little bit. Um, if it comes to KU Duke, say the favorites win on Saturday, are you have you thought about are you rooting more for like your, your ticket? Are you rooting for your fandom? Are you going to be it's happy hard. either way? It's, yeah, I mean, it's going to be hard. I've already been dragged a million different times. Like, you get a little <laughs> bit older. Like, but, dude, my dad used to take me to the garden and the student section under the basket. If you watch, like, Duke used to jump. You know how they jump slow and then get faster? Yeah. I was doing that at nine years old at the garden. So, like, as yeah. much as Marty wants to be like, you're not a Duke fan. Like, but I will, like, you just, you grow a little bit older. It's tough, man, because I know if Kansas wins, I'm going to have that money. So like I like it's I obviously that's a good like consolation prize. Mm. I'm probably root if I'm gonna be there. I'm probably rooting for to be in the building when Shashevsky wins his sixth title. Like that's yeah. just, like that's crazy. Like you know down the road, like who are my kids gonna root for? Like you know when you have to start having them. It's like they're probably I'm gonna be a Duke fan. I'm not gonna like disappear with that. It's just gambling gets in the way. Like being you know me, I love being like I'm smarter than you. I'm right. So, like, I don't know. It's it's definitely difficult. I will say that. But it's probably going to be hard to be in the building and, like, waking up Monday morning and seeing my 12-year-old self with, like, 400 different Duke shirts and being like, what are you, a fucking asshole? Like, you really – money's money. Like, so when it comes down to it, I will be rooting for Duke. Yeah. I mean, I'll that's tell, fair. I, I will tell you this. It's going to be a quick recovery. Like, 19 – they yeah. put the post up today, 1999. We had to take the phone off the hook. That was a tough day in school. Everybody was rooting for that fat fuck, Khalid El Amin. It's not going to be that hard of a day at work when you know you cash the tickets and. Yeah, it's 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 not a bad problem to have, right? You're either going to see the most historic national championship run by K ever that'll get talked about forever, or your your wallet's getting a little bigger. So. Uh... It's a good spot to be in. I guess before we let you go, I know you got to get out of here. Do you have any just quick predictions for us? I know KU, I think, is at minus four and a half. Dukes, I think, right around the same, minus four. Uh, give us your quick final four predictions, and we'll let you get out of here. Yeah, so I'm in a predicament. Uh, the money line, I can't look at it on the phone. The Barcelona Sportsbook, the money line is what, at like 200 or 180? Yeah, they're floating around 190, 200 for both matchups right, so – I obviously don't live in a legal state, and I, I didn't go through Jersey. I'm kind of waiting to see where it's going. I did play Sunday morning, Remy Martin, 10-1, to 1, to win most outstanding player. That's Love now that. that's off the board with us. I'm sure, I'm, I think it's coming back. But he won the regional MVP, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. is obviously a good sign because they, if they base yep. it off the Final Four. So he's having a good tournament. Um, I, don't love, I don't love the way the line's moving, obviously, to be laying four and five against – Villanova in a free throw shooting game. And I, I yeah. want to look in this. You guys know off the top of your head, you watch every game. Was that, has Kansas ever shot that bad this year from the line? Would they finish four of 12? Probably yeah, not. That I mean, bad, we're, but it's been a concern. I mean, we haven't been a great free throw shooting team. We've talked yeah, about Yeah, but they showed that graphic and like four guys are over 70% will have the ball. So it's, yeah. you know, I, it, yeah. I, think, I actually do trust us from the free throw line in a big game, but it certainly was in an Elite Eight game. It was pretty terrifying to see the clanks we were putting up there. Right. And now a new stadium, the football shit, like that always gets me away. Yeah. I think what I'm going to do when people will be like, oh, how could you lay so much juice? I don't want to lay the money line with 190. I think I'm buying it down to one and a half at 
167. Like, I, 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 I get it, you're laying the juice, but all I keep seeing is up five, you think you have it, and Gillespie comes down and hits a three, a meaningless three that's very meaningful. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or yeah. they go and get to the line somehow and get a free throw where they're down. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. do I think it's going to come down to it? No, I really – I'm so confident that you guys are going to win convincingly that I've scared myself, if that makes sense, which I'm sure you know hey, as a game. We've done it too. Yeah, yeah, I think best bet is is minus 167 at one and a half, which it'll settle on one, and I'll be the dumbest yeah. guy in the room. But uh, <laughs> I think that, that that gives me a little bit of an avenue of, like, what I can do. I also just think Nova could really be in a serious problem here with the fouls. I know they don't foul, but you got a lot of guys who draw fouls. It's going to yeah. be tough. It's going to be really tough for them to sit with five guys and Archie Diacono in a new role, cold against, like, your vets. And guys yeah. you know, been playing all year. It's gonna be difficult. I, I really am so confident in Kansas, it scares me. Yeah, I think I think that's kind of how we're at where we're at too. I mean, but Gillespie's just so terrifying. One of those guys that just doesn't make a mistake, and you know if it's a close game, he's gonna make a big play. So that those those veteran point guards, those guys that are just so nails late in games, they terrify you. But everything my brain tells me says we should roll. So hope you're right. I uh, hope you win your bet, and obviously we hope the the future pays off because that the futures. So that's awesome. AB, you got anything else for him? Yeah, I got one more thing. This one doesn't really have to do with the Final Four, but I owe you an apology, sir. So two years ago during a Chiefs playoff game, I got I was a little drunk, a little excited. They came back, they put up an amount of points that I'm not going to say. It's a bad right. word, and I added an emoji of a certain food that I'm not going to say. And I was blocked. I would like to mend that bridge. I love your content. I, I hate Doug Gottlieb. I hate Clay Travis. I just wanted to apologize and hopefully mend that bridge for us. Going. I say, yeah, I mean, listen, there's, there's casual fire. Like, you got caught in the casual fire, you know. Um, I mean, even the other day, like, I'm doing the, tro- you know, I'm doing the troll thing of, like, what which game should be first, which game should be second. Like, it's Twitter. It, I think a lot of fun got taken out of Twitter and you lose – you lose it sometimes. Yeah. You read 400 idiots sure. with the same joke, and you're like, all right, so, yeah, I'll get you out. It's nice that this was this was the whole thing. It was a big – I don't even know if you're airing this interview. This was just a big ambush. Yeah. Unblock. <laughs> yeah, if he no. just wanted you to get, unblo- get unblocked. Yeah, but, yeah. Get me, yeah. Get, I'll look at the pod. I'll get you guys out for sure. I, I'm sorry it's been so long, especially now. Although I will say this, man. Maybe we wait till April 5th. Yeah, that's fair. We don't want to jinx any Steins guy. Maybe, maybe April fifth. But then the other side of it is, I went on this Kansas thing. We need to stick together. I should let you out. I'm conflicted of yes. unblocking you or not. I'll be honest. Yes, we're right. We can see it. We'll see how it plays out this weekend. All right, and, uh, definitely we'll go from there. But all right, well, Rico, we appreciate it. This was fun. Thanks for coming on. Uh, and rock chalk. Yeah, thank you very much, guys. Enjoy the games. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. All right. Well, shout out to uh, Rico for coming on. Obviously, that was a uh, fun guest to have, and I'm glad we could get it going. But we wanted to also, we've had this idea for a bit, AB, and with Final Four coming up, it's been some. It's been a hot topic in our group chat. It's been a hot topic with, I'm sure, tons of friends as you're making plan Final Four plans. Just you know, Final Four is a big weekend, and it's it's a big, hey, you want to get together to watch the Final Four, whereas regular season games aren't so much like that. So what we wanted to do today is draft some of our least favorite either places to watch a tournament game or people to watch a tournament game with. Um, and maybe those combine, I think kind of some of the ideas I have, those people go, those people in those places go hand in hand, but, uh, I don't know, AB, before we get into the draft, like it, it is important. I don't know. I, maybe we're just psychos because how much we care, but like what your environment, where you watch a game is so important and it's so crucial and especially in a final four matchup. So before we get into it, just. I'm right, right? Like anyone that doesn't really care where they end up at a final watching a final four game is a crazy person, right? It's a huge deal. I mean, we've already took up a lot of our group text last night is where are we going to watch? Who are we going to watch it with? How many people are going to go? And, you know, I don't want to dive too far into it without like spoiling picks that we may have coming forward, but um, it's, it's yeah. a big deal because, I mean, especially these final four games, even like an Elite Eight game we just had, those are like memories that you're going to remember for a long time. I can remember exactly where I was watching in 08, watching in 2012, uh, watching chief Super Bowls and big, you know, sporting events all around. So it's uh, it's huge in that fact because you want it to be like a good memory and not like a bad one, regardless of how the game ends up. But, um, but yeah, it's a key, a key factor to how this weekend goes. Yeah. I mean, that's a great point. You don't want to be with people that, uh, when when you're looking back on memories, it's it's like it, the people you were with makes a loss even worse. So mm-hmm. uh, it's huge. But let's get into it. I guess we were we were thinking we might have B turn for this. I don't think we will. So how do you want to do picks? You want who do you want to go first? Uh, you can go ahead and go first. Well, are we going to do a snake? Or are we just going to go back and forth? It doesn't really matter to me. I think let's back just and forth go... with only two people. Yeah, let's just go back and forth real quick. And I mean, it doesn't have to be that long. I just, I think it's a, uh, I'll be curious to see if we're kind of on the same page with things, or maybe we have some different unique experiences, but um, I'm going to go with my first one. And I don't think this is probably what you expect me to take. And so, so my main one that I hate more than anything is when you go to a 
party, like a house. So you're not out somewhere. You're at someone's house. So you're like, oh, okay, that's fine. You'll be at a house. But you get there and it's not a small group. It's not a small group that's there to watch the game. This is a this is like a big group that, yeah, there's some people there watching the game, but there's just a lot of other people there that are there for a social event, a party. Um, when you're there, you're going to see a girl that's probably saying and mocking the game. She's calling it sports ball over and over again, and is essentially making fun of everyone for caring about a Final Four game. The the overall environment is just you can't hear the TV very well. You have a bad viewing angle of the TV because there's people everywhere. Like I'm talking, this is a 20-plus people party. And when I think of environments to watch a Final Four game, that is my absolute nightmare. And I've gotten roped into those things before where you're told, hey, small group's coming over to watch this game. Uh, come on over. I'm like, all right, whatever. That'll be fun. And then it turns into this huge group of people. And you got people that don't care, people that just are a flat out annoying to watch a sporting event with. Uh, and I can't stand it. Like it, it just ruins my entire viewing experience, my entire day. And I can't stand when people bamboozle me and trick me into coming to their house to watch a game. And it turns out to just be a social event party that really the game's just on the back on in the background. Yeah. That was my number one overall. Uh, I wrote oh, down a okay. large group of people that don't care about the game as much as you do. Um, wow. And okay. It's because- Interesting. There are points that you had, like the the people in the back that are like mocking for caring too much. Like, excuse us for caring about something. I'm sure you guys care about something as well. Yeah. So shut the fuck up. But like, <laughs> yeah. it it's it's a disaster because you feel like you can't be too crazy. You can't react how you normally would or how you would like to. I think back to last weekend. I'm sorry mm-hmm. to your girlfriend if you know we were being too loud downstairs. But the five of us, when anything happened we were probably getting noise complaints from neighbors and we were tucked into the basement of a house. Like screaming, yeah. throwing stuff, yelling the most obscene things you can imagine. Just It's it's just how a big game is supposed to be. So yeah. when, when you're in a big group where like half the people just don't care or don't even realize there's a big game on or don't realize the magnitude of the game, it changes how you want to act. You feel uncomfortable and it it almost makes it feel like the game it feels less to you even. Um, yeah, because of how you want to be around those other people. So yeah, that was. I wouldn't say it was Good. A clear I, number one on my board, but it was definitely if if I would have gone first or if you would have let that slip to me, I would have taken it right away. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't know if that would be your number one, but I like it. I think it's a. I think it's a no brainer. There, some of my worst memories, even in wins, it's like you look back on that game and you're like, did I really get the full experience of that game because mm-hmm. I could only hear half of Jim Nance or half of this guy or this call I didn't hear. So. Just sucks. I'm glad we are uh, on the same page. And yeah, we've kept it small so far in the tournament. And it's been good. I think we're keeping it fairly small for Saturday, um, which is good. So looking forward to it. All right. What's your pick? Um, I've gone back and forth. I think what I'm going to go with is uh, a wedding weekend. I'm going to tie that together because I have a personal experience with not an actual wedding during the KU game, but like parts of the wedding weekend. So It's just you're doing stuff all the time. You're around your family, so it's kind of the same vibe. You can't act like how you normally would act. You can't say the things you would normally say. A lot of times you're literally the only person there that cares if it's, you know, not in town. Um, And it's just you feel like the other obligation. It's a big deal. It's a wedding. Like you don't want to disrespect the bride or groom or the wedding party. And they're the biggest event of the weekend. But in the back of your mind, you're like, okay, well, We've been waiting all year for this. These are the biggest games of the year. I think back 2018, we were on our run. I was at a rehearsal dinner 
during KU Clemson, the Sweet 16 game. And for the first half, I'm like watching GameCast on my phone. The Wi-Fi sucked where we were doing it, so I couldn't pull up the actual game. There were no TVs around. I'm trying to live follow on Twitter. It's just, it's awful. You can't really, you don't feel comfortable doing anything involved with the game, but you also feel like you have to socialize. And even if I was to be able to pull up the game on my phone, I can't just sit in the corner at a table by myself. Like you're seeing people I haven't seen in a while. You have to talk to your family. You have to, you know, it's, it's just a mess. So wedding weekend would be, uh, will be my pick. I think an underrated part, and you may have said this, I may have missed it, but like, if you are the guy that pulls it up on your phone, well, now you've attracted a huge group around you. And now you look like a total prick to that wedding party because it's like, oh, look at this guy. He's taking away the whole dance floor um, because he's showing everyone the game. And now you got 12 people powder on it. And you know that was a fear of the bride and the groom. Like, God, I can't believe this game fell on our wedding date. This sucks. Now all of a sudden you see a big group over there piled around old Tony backs at mm-hmm. a table as he pulls up the game on his little tiny iPhone and everyone's piled around watching and you now look like the biggest jerk there because you're the one that started the big group to watch it. So yeah, wedding was number two on my list. So Hell we're yeah. pretty, we're pretty spot on because it's so hard. Like you have to get lucky and maybe be at like a, re- I think I've been at one before where they knew the game was on. So they had a TV set up and like prepared for it, which is nice. But then again, you can't just be the guy that walks away and only watch, especially if you're there with a date, a girlfriend, like she's not allowing that. So, Mm -hmm. and then you're constantly picking your spots. When am I getting to that TV? When am I not? So it's just a constant mind battle you're playing to figure out when to go watch, when to not. Um, But yeah, when you, when you see that date pop up and realize you have a wedding on a big game, it is one of the worst feelings because you can't get out of it. You have Mm -hmm. to, you've RSVP'd, you got to go. So absolutely nothing you can do, but yeah, it's, and this is also a future me problem. My sister shouts getting married on December 10th this year. Uh, That happens to land on the KU Mizzou game. So Mizzou sucks. It is what it is, but that rivalry, I mean, as far as games that I've been super into this year, that's, you know at least regular season wise, definitely at the top of the list because it just means more. So maybe it being the second game of the series since it came back um, might yeah. change things a little bit, but yeah, that's, that's a future me problem. Hey, trust me this year for KU Missouri, I was on a freaking airplane and could not get it to full up on the, in the plane because we weren't in the country yet. It was flying back from Cancun. So it's a total nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So my next one, this is what I kind of thought about going with, with my number one pick. Um, but I'm going to go to it. I've been pretty anti this for a while and I have, it holds a special place in my heart. Um, watching in a packed bar, mm-hmm. watching in a packed bar and not just only a bar. Like there is some bars that has an incredible TV setup. It depends on where you get there with the table. If you've just got a good setup, it can be fine. And some bars are really good at piping in the audio and you can hear it really good. Whereas there's other bars where the TV setup is just not prepared for this situation. Um, And I think back 2017, Oregon, me and my friends were idiots and agreed to go watch that game. I'm not going to say the bar in in Lawrence because it wasn't the bar's fault. The place was just so packed. We got there a little late. We had to pile into this little corner table and the only good TV we had was this pretty tiny TV. So I'm sitting there with my head like directly up watching as we just blow 
one of the bigger choke jobs in Elite Eight. I can't, I couldn't hear the broadcast. Um, awful setup and just people everywhere. And that's the situation where you talk about the big group at home. You also run into that at bars where half the people that people that like, and this is not to offend anyone, but people that love watching games at bars, they probably just don't care as much. But like me, I'm not a diehard Chiefs fan. I like the Chiefs. I'll cheer for them. I, I love watching Chiefs games at a bar because I'm not like emotionally invested with every second of every play like you guys are. Whereas that's how I am with KU basketball. Like KU basketball, I'm like living and dying by every dribble. So, uh, yeah, the bar, I, I vowed to never watch another tournament game there. We'll see if I can stick to that. Um, luckily, my girlfriend's not a huge bar watching person either, but we'll see. We'll see. But bar had to be on the list. It's, yeah. it's one I've been outspoken about for a while. It was on the board. And, I mean, just adding more, the people that go there, I feel like they're there for the environment, more for the game, which is fine. Yeah. There's certainly a place for it. But I, I think back to uh, Chiefs-Patriots AFC Championship game. I watched that yeah. game at a bar, I, and, like, it so was just miserable. Like, people are going crazy. You can't hear anything, like you said. It's just there's <laughs> the only good thing about it is if you win, you can celebrate with a bunch of random people. The big moments, you can yeah. celebrate, high-five random people, hug random people, whatever. But it's it's just not – for a game that I'm truly invested in, it's just not the setup I want. And I had to do that uh, this past weekend or two weekends ago. It's first, second round against Creighton. I went to oh, a yeah. random bar up in Chicago. I was watching and it was, I think it was a Nebraska bar, but it was just near us. But there were a lot of KU fans there. And it was just, they did okay piping in the audio, but you could just kind of tell that it, it's not how I wanted to watch a game. There's no, there's never a perfect TV angle. Like you got to kind of like find the, the one that you want to stick with, but you end up looking at another one halfway through. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's just a mess. And then I'm all in my head and it takes away from the game. So. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, we're, we're pretty on the same page. So what do you, what do you got now? Your second pick. So I hope this isn't too vague or too broad. Um, I just have anywhere with like a super bad TV setup. Does that count? <laughs> yeah, that like, no. I mean, no, it's that's just like, good. And I know we've mentioned it with almost every pick that we've had, but it's like just even if it's like a small group of people and you're watching with like four people and they have like a small t- like a 32 inch TV that everyone's trying to crowd yeah. around and the volume sucks or it's not like yeah. hung at the right height. So you're looking too far down. You're looking too far to the side or like the couch is too close to the TV. So you're like peeking around trying to watch it. It's, yeah. I just like to be comfortable in these, like these situations as comfortable as possible. And anything that ruins that for me, it just makes it a bad experience. So anything where I can directly just sit in my chair, recline or couch, whatever it may be, and have a direct view, great audio pumping yeah. out fine but if it's a small tv if it's an at an angle if it's you know you're looking around people because there's like too many people there so you're like behind the couch or something no i'm out on that so bad yeah. tv setup i know it's pretty broad but that's no that's good right. because you can you know those friends where they're like hey you want to come watch the game with me and it's you and maybe a few others and so it seems like a no-brainer sure it's just us three four that's fine but you immediately think like ah I hate that guy's TV. I hate mm-hmm. I hate the way his furniture is set up. Or even just frankly, you hate his furniture. <laughs> a uncomfortable couch sucks to watch a game with too. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why like my basement is literally outfitted with Perfect. six leather recliners. So me, you, Chris, Allen, Juice the other day, we just sitting back in six leather recliners watching the game. Like I am so big 
on environment when you're watching a game. And so, yeah, it's great, great pick. You can't be the guy that hosts if you're not fully set up for a good viewing experience. So it was on my list. Uh, and it was kind of like, so the way I had it was kind of just at a house where they keep the volume low. Like, oh. you know, he's he's not going to be a big keep like you saw me last week like 82. i had that volume in 80 82 like we were mm-hmm. my girlfriend gets so annoyed sometimes with how loud i have it but i don't want to miss anything i want to hear the crowd i want everything and there's just some people that are fully content just seeing the basketball go in the hoop where i need the whole environment so don't have conversation uh, on the side no i'm focused oh, yeah. on something else we'll talk in two hours yep exactly got to talk at tv timeouts but yeah. um Okay, my last one. I think we're just going to do three picks because, I mean, how many awful set? I'm sure we could go on. But, uh, man, what do I want to go? Okay, <laughs> this one kind of goes to hand in hand. And so I initially said with coworkers, but I'm kind of combining it into one because I'm thinking of an old situation with mine. It's with coworkers that are also fans but they also have just like extremely hot takes. You know that guy you watch a game with and he's just got an incredibly hot take about every single thing you see. Like if he was watching this year's KU team, he'd be like, man, I think Cam Martin, we shouldn't have redshirted him. He should have been starting Mm -hmm. at the five all year. Did you see the numbers he put up last year, D2 level? Like that guy that's in your ear the whole game giving you giving you I t- coaching tips and and uh, things he wants to see self do and trust me we sling hot takes all the time but it's just that guy that has just outlandish hot takes normally it's a coworker um, you 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 can deal with them sitting at lunch maybe at work but when you're on like a work I used to travel a lot for work so I'd be I'd be on trips with these guys and we'd have to watch the games and do things like that and you're just sitting there like 10 minutes in the first half. You're just like Jim Carrey and the dumb and dumber, just so sick of that person talking to you. Um, so I think back to some nightmare scenarios and that's that where it's like the game feels like it takes four hours. Cause this guy won't stop slinging his takes and opinions mm-hmm. on the team that are just wrong. And you can't call him out. You got to be like, yeah, yeah, man, that's true. That's true. You're Unless you're psycho, you might. It, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. that's the problem though is you can't to add more to the, you can't disagree thing. Cause then it just takes away from what's actually happening. So you kind of got to like respond in a way where it doesn't open up a chance for him to like respond with something else about that. It's more just like, yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then what, what <laughs> yeah. can he say to that? He or she, it's like, yeah, just end the conversation, get back to the game and hopefully you can just continue to pay attention. Cause yeah. Yep. And then something happens and mm-hmm. he's like, man, I, uh, I'm just, uh, KJ, have we, have we considered KJ Adams at the, at the two or the, like, I like his ball handling. Could he play point guard? I heard he did. And I like just that type of stuff where it's mm-hmm. like, where do you, where are you even coming up with this? But, uh, eh, he means well, he's just wildly annoying. Right. Just wants to feel a part of it. Um, yeah. I've got a few other ones we can mention with an honorable mention. Um, but I guess I'll go with like traveling. So if you're in a car, you mentioned a plane from the zoo game. There's just no perfect way to do it, especially, I mean, either in a car or a plane, either the Wi-Fi sucks, or if you're driving, you're probably driving through areas with, like, nothing around you, so the phone service is just awful. You hope you can find a radio stream of it. Most of the time, you're not that lucky, and it's kind of the same vibe. You're just, like, scrolling through ESPN, hope Twitter uploads for you, just trying to get get any game or any updates any way you can, and, uh, yeah, yeah, it's not great. was the first half of KU Duke for me in 2018, and I can 
Absolutely. And for us, it was awful. It's a, it was a rough weekend. Run. Band wow. March Madness yeah. weddings. You can keep no kidding. I, I mean, I'm at the point where I'm like, ban any sort of event period in the month of March. Like, that's I've gotten in like this discussion where it's like, what? Why are we planning this for March? And it's like, people have to tell me, like, well, dude, some people actually live a life outside of basketball in the month of March. Like, yeah, you we don't. Just, yeah, we don't. So it's like, you can't just take the whole month off of doing anything. I'm like, yeah, I can. And I will. And uh, so, three but just give yeah. me three weekends, 10 days. I know it's, it it's such a minimal amount of time. And that's why like, yeah. And Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, in between we, we can do all you want to do, yeah. but my Saturdays, Sundays, Friday nights, they got to be open during, mm-hmm. uh, during March madness. So yeah, that honorable I'll, mentions. Oh, uh, you have more yeah. to it. Or no, I'm other? just going to agree that I've got that same one. Okay. Um, I had work down. You just went with coworkers, so I didn't want to double down on that. I used to work at yeah. a bar, so I had a couple times where I watched big regular season games in uh, yeah. a work environment, and that always sucks because you just try to pull it up on your phone. But even if you can't, you miss stuff because you're actually working. That Devontae, all of this happened in 2018. I must have been miserable. Devontae yeah. at Texas Tech, like the crazy shot that he hit to win the Big 12. <laughs> I was watching that at work. I was listening to uh, KU Ohio State, I think, in Columbus. Uh, ben Macmore alley-oop that was yeah. you know, at work when I was in high school so it's uh it's just always awkward because you feel like you need to be doing something else but all you can really focus on is the game so you get behind or you just mess something up whatever it may be um yeah that ain't great wouldn't recommend yeah uh I've never yeah I guess I've watched like big 12 tournament games at bars like the quarterfinals and stuff or not at bars at, at work but mm-hmm. I don't know if I ever watched like a huge tournament game at work um i normally have worked just pretty standard eight to five type jobs uh let's see i'm trying to think if i have any uh other honorable men i said i said with and this isn't any offense to my family but i said with a big group of family so Mm -hmm. like i'm talking maybe maybe your cousins or in my mind like you know, I've got I've got step siblings that have kids, so now all of a sudden this has turned into. Oh, I hope no one sends this to them. But like now you've got little kids there running around, and this is a big moment where it's like, hey, can we can we turn the volume down? I'm I'm trying to find out how her new job's going, and it's like, well, it's the Elite Eight game, so no, yeah. we're gonna listen to Jim Nance, <laughs> and she hours. can tell you about her job after, or mm-hmm. or I want to hear how he's doing in school. That's great. I care too. Just when the game hits zero. So uh, I had that and it's mean of me. And that's why like I I'm choosing to watch with you guys and I have this whole tournament rather than with my family. And they understand, they know that we're psychopaths and that I, uh, they're not as crazy. So they kind of just like to chill and watch and that's great. But Mm -hmm. for me, I just need to be with my main little crew and we will watch the game the way we want to watch the game. So that was the the only one I had. Big family yep. event. It's just, it's never a good sign, regardless of if there's. I can't. Or not, but. Yeah, I can't tell you how much the girl that, or even the guy that constantly is like, "Oh, sports ball, yeah," as everyone's oh, cheering in a bar. I've left. <laughs> I've left events when someone says that because I'm like, no. Oh, I had a coworker. Speaking of, I had a coworker when I would like talk sports at work. She'd be like, "Oh yeah, sports ball. I love that," and I was just like, "I am gonna lose it," but whatever. I get it. We make fun of like. The Bachelor, probably. Actually, you love it, don't you? Great show. Haven't watched a few years. Yeah, great show. Yeah, I'm just trying to find alternatives, but mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Well, that was a uh, 
a good little fun episode, midweek, midweek episode as we prep for the Final Four. We figured we didn't want to bore you with uh, – we're going to come back later in the week with more of a deep dive on kind of the Villanova matchup and, and different types of things. We may see if we can get a guess for that, but, but we don't know. We just kind of wanted to have like a loose, fun-feeling episode middle of the week, ease the nerves, get it, get us going because, man, the week's crawling. It's only Tuesday. Um, Saturday feels like an eternity away. So uh, you got anything else, A.B.? Nope. I am very excited. Like you said, slowest week of all time, and we're a third of the way there. So, <laughs> Yeah. All right, folks. Well, thanks for listening. We will be back Thursday and rock chalk. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.